from the backstretch at Saratoga, this is Loose on the Lead with Steve Bick and Seth Merrill. Loose on the Lead is sponsored by... Good morning and welcome to Loose on the Lead on this Sunday morning, the last Sunday of the Saratoga 2022 meet. We'll have a little recap a little bit later on. We'll be joined by Pat McKenna from Naira to give us a Naira perspective on the uh, 2020 meet. I'm sure he's going to be uh, very enthusiastic because it was great weight racing uh, for the most part. Very good weather as well, and that includes today. So if you're thinking, and if you haven't made a trip yet or you want an extra trip, today's going to be a gorgeous day. So uh, head on up. And as always on Sunday morning, loose on the lead. I'm joined by my partner, Steve Bick. Steve, good morning. Seth, good morning. Happy to see you. Last chance to see Exactly. Exactly. You're headed uh, down to Kentucky Downs, correct? Heading to Kentucky Downs, although uh, yesterday, of course, if you were following along, they got absolutely clobbered with heavy rain. They've already canceled for today. They're moving the entire card to Monday, uh, as drawn, as laid out. The weather's not supposed to be great this week. They've got uh, like 90% weather chance virtually all week. Uh, I'll be there for Wednesday morning. Racing picks up again Thursday. So hoping for the best. Uh, but should be a fun two weeks. Going to be uh, at uh, Kentucky Downs Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then uh, obviously the Saturday, Sunday racing. Monday and Tuesday the following week, Keeneland uh, for book one of the sale. And uh, then back to Kentucky Downs for the last day of the meet. And then to Churchill for the uh, start of their uh, their fall session. A typical big road trip. This is, it should be should be good. Should we'll, be good. Uh, we'll be back in the studio, so we'll, we'll get some boots on. Ah, uh, boots on the ground, baby! <laughs> uh, while you were talking, I had a big smile on my face because I, I was thinking, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll promo a little beat big, too, because uh, still a couple of chances two, left. Two chances. I had Olympiad yesterday. Am I in, right? You're in. All You're right. in. All right. You're in. Nice. Have, you, have you already paid for your uh, tour membership? I, I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's too bad, actually, because if you haven't paid for tour membership, if you beat me, I picked American Revolution, who really had no excuse. Really no, had no Olympia excuse. Olympiad rebounded nicely. Um, you get to join the tour for ten dollars, which oh, is a tremendous yeah, deal. Save yeah. forty bucks. Uh, today, the spinaway, ntra.com/nhc/beatbic. Today's the spinaway. I like Wonder Wheel. I think she's very special. Uh, and then tomorrow, I went with the hopeful. I just, I, I wasn't going to play around and wait for uh, other PPs to come out. Uh, so went hopeful, and I picked. Golfport, Golfport, right, right, right. Golfport tomorrow for his rebound after uh, Damon's mound beat him in the Saratoga Special. Um, and again, we'll remind people: what, if you beat Bick, or, or, you, or if, if you go come, with him, you come and, with and me, you, if you get the winner, right? That's exactly. Um, when is the the contest? September seventeenth, which is I'm which excited is, now. Uh, you should be, which is uh, Tina and uh, and my uh, anniversary, as it happens. Uh, it'll <laughs> which, just, as you said FYI. last week, that'll be great. You'll be watching the race all the the contest all day long. Well, it'll probably be at Churchill. Although we're we're gonna, we're trying to figure out how to 
she's either going to come to Nashville the weekend before uh, okay. and and you know spend a little bit of time in I've Nashville. I've never been there, but that's supposed to be well, Nashville. Supposed to be half an hour, yeah. half an hour south of uh, Kentucky Downs. So I don't know. We're going to figure it out. But anyway, if we're, we if she comes to Louisville, then we'll drive to Rochester to see the babies, to see the grandkids. So but you had some way. social media pictures the other day of them at the ah. track, which were did you put that up? Very nice. Uh, didn't we show them last week? Did we? If I we did, I didn't notice. But oh know. my god, that's a great question. We had so much fun. Uh, and Lennon's just old enough at two to you know sort of recognize what's going on around her. She was so readily approaching the horses and specifically our uh filly i was gonna here. say you had uh, tina was holding her right in front of a horse was that over at gary's that, barn that's that's ours that's uh, that uh, that's uh, our uh, irish war cry filly uh, countess constance and then later on after they spent some time in the picnic grove by the paddock as we were kind of getting ready to go jocks were coming out and it just so happened that jackie davis was oh, on right, her way out right, and i got a fabulous picture of jackie davis saying hi to lennon and lennon is looking at her she's like captivated uh by you know by jackie in in the silks and uh, in the helmet and uh it, it i said to tina just the other night we were we were looking at the pictures and as we wind down one of the things that that people need to realize this experience these 40 days because of the proximity of the the horses and the the personalities i should include owners trainers and and uh, you know everybody associated jockeys because of the proximity of of the participants this experience is what we absolutely need to sustain the game and it, it, obviously it can't be 365 days a year at every venue but at the boutique meets at Del Mar uh, at uh, to some extent at Gulfstream uh, Fairgrounds uh, Keeneland Oakland at, at those sessions the ability for people to connect to the game that intimately is what will sustain us and that needs to be appreciated and, and celebrated uh, and you know just paid close attention to by all track management and you got a good look at that you tweeted out yesterday the day before our 10th anniversary of Ramon and his big day and I then uh, retweeted or uh, replied with the video I had shot that day yeah. of him walking back through the crowd and people standing outside yeah. and applauding and getting autographs and, and a recognizing the big day but again on his way back to the jocks room and I did the same thing a couple of weeks ago after Johnny won his thousandth I went out with my camera and followed him same thing they're lined up and applauding and yeah. so so much fun to see that uh, for those guys so and again uh, the Ramon Dominguez thing I remember 10 years ago later that year uh, NBC put it on their Breeders Cup broadcast no credit no credit for it. that's not right that's not right that's not right should have gotten a hold of Drew Malaga <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he. Had, I don't know if he had become. If it, was, yeah, he, was he a, a lawyer yet? That might have been. A he may have just been a jocks yeah, agent at that point. That that doesn't have as much clout <laughs> with networks when you drop the card on there and the card says jockey agent. Yeah. Yeah, if it says attorney at law, different story. Yeah, it wouldn't have gotten me too far. Uh, before we get into some of the racing, you want to hit on the ball play of the day? I got two plays of the day. Nice. 
Going out with a twofer. Well, I'm going a twofer. I, I'm going out. Uh, I'm going out with an offer. I mean, the way things. It, this has been, and we should talk about this too. I mean, I know, I, and I don't. I've been doing this now 17 years, uh, and boy, I, so I kind of you know been around the block a couple of times, and I think people know that I am not somebody that that bemoans bad luck and beats. This meet, however, has been. I, I, like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, every single opportunity, except for, I guess, two, every single opportunity I've had for any kind of significant score, one DQ, which took down $2,800 worth of multis, the non-DQ call that would have resulted in uh, about another 2000 worth, then photos or, or beats. Well, we were talking on the radio show with Chuck, or maybe it was after the radio show, how many people, uh, and you were among them, needed mirror mission. Mirror mission. Well, that's just a funny, Oof. that's just a funny, one of those circumstances that a certain horse that everybody, uh, a price horse that everybody needed. But every single time, I, I mean, I, I counted it up a little bit. And, I mean, I'm, I'm down easy. Uh, 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 there's a funny sidebar to this. I'm down easily. 4,500 at the meet. And I got a lot of it back at Kentucky Downs on Thursday. But that's not the point. It, it, knowing how narrow the margin is where you need one or two hits every couple of weeks, 500, 1,200, 2,000, you need three or four of those, maybe five over the course of the meet to at least get you, you know, even, depending on how you play. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what's happened. I actually, and, 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 this, and this doesn't help, it, you know, the, the losses are mounting and you're getting frustrated. So instead of, you know, throwing more, and, and people know, you and I have a very similar philosophy about betting a little to win a lot. And my budget typically for pick fives is about $72. Uh, with backups, I'll, I'll get up maybe to about 120 And my pick four budgets, 36 48 with backups into the probably $60, $70 range. When you start to get these losses, you kind of pare back a little bit on your ticket. And in fact, on... Friday afternoon, at a thirty-six dollar ticket, get beat on the wire for eighteen hundred. And 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 actually, even if I had even if I had put together a ticket for seventy-two or one hundred and eight, whatever, I I wasn't going to hit because the horse that won wasn't going to be on the ticket. But it it is it, it's it's one of those downward spirals yeah. that you're you're you know you're leaking money and. You know, instead of either maintaining your, your typical budget, you know, it's a, the pocket is only so deep. So the, the good news is <laughs> hit, a, hit a nice lick at Kentucky Downs on Thursday that got most of that back, yeah, well, which just shows the, you, the I, right? I, it's, it's very funny, but it's been, it has really been crazy. Well, on my side, uh, you know, I'm handicapping, and, and the, the metric is the top picks, which there's some social media going back and forth on that, which is interesting, and I'm not defending top picks versus ROI. It's just uh, who does the calculating and whatnot. Top picks just becomes an easy metric for people. But 
being a public handicapper, I was kind of keeping track of that. And through the first two thirds of the meet, I was doing very well. I shoot for 120, which is three win- average of three wins a day. So I shoot for that, and I was right online. And about the last week and a half, I just went ice cold with the top picks. The picks overall were still doing great if you played around. But I, this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and fr- Friday was my first offer for top picks. Wednesday I had two. Uh, Thursday I had one top pick. So thir- Wednesday, Thursday, Friday I had three top picks. My second choice won 12 races. <laughs> and, and you know from handicapping, the top, first of the top pick uh, on any given day, you could pretty easily switch out. Uh, that was frustrating. Well, that's going to happen. And uh, and I'll, I'll be honest. I, I mean, my stuff is published. It's it's on both the Derby Trail and on uh, the radio show website. I, I I didn't pick any more or less winners in the slots the way I the way I striate them than I ever do. It, it it's just for whatever whatever I did. If I if I used a pair uh, in a leg, the third the third horse no, no, I... wins. Um, if I if I went three deep, the, it, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I will tell you something funny. At, at your, I don't mean to do this at your expense. I'm walking in Saturday. I parked at the barn, so I'm walking in, and there's the kids, you know, the kids with the newspapers, and uh, so the kid says, "Boy, you look like somebody that absolutely wants to have the whatever the hell it was, the green sheet, the whatever, whatever the whatever the thing was." I said, well, I said, I appreciate that, son, but I, I said, I, I actually, my, my analysis is, is on my website. He says, well, you got to be doing better than this guy. He went 0 for 10 yesterday. And I said, who? And he goes, this guy. And I started off, what? I said, get, I, I, of, all the, of all the moments, not one kid has said a word to me all summer. This kid's like, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I said, no. I said, no way, Seth went over dead. I said, I couldn't like, laugh my ass oh, off. Yeah. I think I'm still leading in there. The kid's, what's the kid looking at? Oh. Well, he did say, he, it's funny, he did say, you know, they've actually done really well this summer. I mean, in fact, the guy is, the guy, is, he's, I said, that, I said, son, that's my TV partner <laughs> for 15 years. Oh, I said, and he's good. really good. That's All good. right, let's take a look at these two. Let me give you these two plays. That, this is another good card. Yesterday, I had a lot of fun yesterday with that with with the card. Um, and in fact, I'll give you an example of uh, here's a perfect example of how things have been goofy for me all meet. Yesterday, my big value play. If we if I if it had been me yesterday, the horse I uh, the horse that I would have gold. No, oh. although I, I I used Al Gold uh, as a as a I think third choice in there, and I wrote extensively that that group of maidens everybody was going to run to croupy and run to the two bill mots but there were three or four firsters yeah. that there was the, there was um uh there was joe sharp um with uh, better days are coming there was uh instant coffee for al gold there was uh, Shug's horse that was the fu- that was the funniest hunch double or exact of the year juan valdez oh. and instant coffee <laughs> I Come had, on! I didn't hey put now. Them together. So, oh, nice. the, but the horse in the fifth, that Sugar Gray Leonard, absolutely had a huge shot in that starter allowance fifth. That was my best value. I would have made that a DePaula play, and in deep stretch, it looked like he was going to hold off the short priced favorite, and and just got worn down. Thirty to one second. I mean that that's been that's been the the meat. Today you got a few that are very similar. 
And back to back in the ninth and the tenth, I, I, the first horse I identified was Cape Cod Causeway. And I, I, uh, I thought that Cape Cod Causeway has shown steady improvement trying to break the maiden. Now, you know, is up to a handful, what, five starts maybe now? Uh, the, uh, the opportunity here is that I, I think money is going to gravitate elsewhere, and I think you're going to get all of that five to one. And one more step forward, Cape Cod Causeway wins that uh, 10th race and breaks the maiden. Uh, and I assume that that's, uh, that, is that the Masspeth people? Uh, yes, Mashney, Mashney Village. I had a very fun conversation with Mark uh, Hennig, uh, stopped by when I was interviewing Kieran, and we did a little bit of D. Wayne Lucas, uh, you know, uh, assistance. And I asked them about Mashney because when I was a kid, we used to stay, when I was a little kid, we used to stay at Buzzards Bay, which is Mashney Village, which is on the Cape, right down, you know, right down in the bay. Uh, then later on, we ended up uh, at a place up in uh, North Truro uh, by, the, by the Dunes, uh, the last town before Provincetown. So anyway, so I, I like this Mashanee stable. They, I get a kick out of them with all their Cape Cod references. So Cape Cod Causeway in the 10th. Citizen K, the ninth race, is absolutely fabulous. The reason, of course, I gravitated to these races New York breads, long on the turf. One of the things that certainly this summer, there has not been as many of these races as there usually yeah. is. Uh, that has really hurt. There's been way, way more turf sprints uh, for the state breads. So this is my favorite category, as you know. There are easily five horses eligible to win this. Horacio de Paz is just an absolute terror. So Citizen K for me... Uh, at 10 to 1, but uh, Lord Flincher can win, Timbuktu can win. I almost went with Eddie the Great, that race two back from Eddie Barker. Uh, the race two back will win this. So this is a wide open group. I want uh, a good middle price long shot. There's a double, the 10 and the 4 and the 9th and the 10th, 10 to 1, 5 to 1. Let's try to get, I've had nothing but seconds, five seconds uh, out of uh, 19 plays. Let's get uh, two wins and uh, at least uh, tip the scales back in the right direction. Good luck uh, with the uh, DePaula plays, and, plays of the day. And thanks to DePaula again. I had so much fun. Last year, I take the, I, I mean, I know the results have not been what they were last year, but I uh, take this really seriously and, and really have enjoyed it uh, for a second year. So thanks being to DePaula. told that uh, you have one more swing tomorrow, right? Do I? I don't. Yeah, I'm being told yes in my ear. Really? So, so you're up on Labor Day. Too. So I can still get out of here with a with a positive ROI, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at uh, some of the action from well, yesterday. I mean, how do we do? We can start with Flightline. Well, I have him on the list. We oh can start where we want. But, For those uh, of you, did anybody not see it? Well, we showed it uh, in the handicapper support too, but we'll, we will. We will pull it up, but let's take did a break. You, did you tell them in the handicappers report that uh, he got 126 fire? I, I was looking as we, and I think yeah. it had come out just minutes before, 126. Second highest behind Ghost Zappers, 128, it, 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 and, and he was geared down. He, uh, well, that's the thing. He missed the, the track record by .17, so less than a fifth of a second, and the last 80 yards, he's barely right. <laughs> 
unbelievable. But we'll look at that and talk about it a little more. We'll take a break. When we come back, uh, some action from yesterday. Don't forget, we'll be joined by Pat McKenna from the New York Racing Association. A little recap uh, from the uh, Naira perspective. All of that after this. Stay tuned. Birdstone is an outside It only takes one upset to make history, and now you can be part of Saratoga's long tradition at the Dark Horse Mercantile. The Dark Horse Mercantile offers a carefully curated selection of clothing, gifts, and home decor from one-of-a-kind vintage racing memorabilia to select brands like Barber and Under Armour, as well as exclusive Dark Horse branded merchandise. So celebrate the Dark Horse in all of us at the Dark Horse Mercantile downtown Saratoga, where the smart bet is always the Dark Horse. What if there was a way to become a better horse player, to have a better knowledge of the game, to be more successful? What if there were a way to take what you've learned, what you know, and make better decisions, better choices? In horse racing, knowledge is a powerful tool. Race results and replays, past performances and live streaming, wagering from all your digital devices. Capital OTB, become a better horse player. We're back on Loose on the Lead, and I don't know how we wiled away a half an hour, but uh, we did. And uh, so, how? <laughs> how? How indeed, no Seth Merrow. Happy now, though, to welcome in. I think we started the season with Pat McKenna. Did we? Did we? Uh, you did on the radio, I know, because I came over and Pat was on, I think. One of the Pat's people. always on. Pat, Pat, that, right? That, yeah. you're, you're, you're one of those, you're, 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 a per, you're like what we call a perennial. You'll always make a beautiful dollar in this business. Uh, appreciate little, that. little Broadway Danny Rose to get us going this morning. Steve Dick, <laughs> on it. I, I, let me tell you something. I, I, you know what they say, they, the saying, reaching for the wire? Uh -huh. you, you get to this point in the meet, and I don't know how, it, it, right? Yes. You just get punchy. I, I mean, I, Gary Stevens yesterday in the uh, paddock. I'm walking in with Gary, and Gary's like, I can see him like look, walking like this and looking. I said, Gary, and he looks up. I said, you okay? He said, ah, it's, 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 I just can't, this just can't continue. This, it's enough already. I said, you think I don't know? And so he said, he said, even, he said, they, they got a cast of what, 14 on that, on, on Saratoga Live. He says, no matter how much, and no matter how many people we he said, the works, you just never have, it's just never done. 
He said, Monday's the last day. I got to go do a feature with Lucas. He said, I, he said I, he says, it just doesn't let up. But for you, it never lets up from every direction because you've got you've got the racing you got the business side you got the 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 fans you've got just every aspect of you know the entire putting on the show that uh, and it all filters through you you're like an hourglass in the middle i don't know where to begin i know how about with some news? So we just what announced, you? you guys would not have known this because you're on the air, that John Embriel will be retiring oh. as full-time Naira race caller at the end of 2022. So this will be his last Saratoga. He'll continue to call the Belmont meets, anything that begins sure. with Belmont. So if it's Belmont at Aqueduct or Belmont at Belmont Park um, in, two, in 2023 and beyond. Frank Mirmati uh, will become the Saratoga race caller in 2023. And Chris Griffin from Parks will handle the race calling duties at Aqueduct. Starting January 1st. Starting January 1st, Chris Griffin will start at Aqueduct. And then from there, we'll do Aqueduct Winter, Aqueduct Spring, Aqueduct Fall. So he'll be the permanent Aqueduct race caller. So we will have two race callers at Naira beginning in 2000, sorry, three race callers at Naira beginning in 2023. Oh, wow. Johnny wow. I, wow. Frank Miramata. Tremendous. Chris Griffin, yeah. Tremendous. So, congratulations to Johnny I. Um, who will take somewhat of a step back, but still be involved, which is fantastic. Well, that is a great piece of news. And if we had telephone uh, capabilities, we would patch uh, Frank in uh, right this minute before he gets going at uh, Monmouth Park. There, you know, it's funny. It's funny that this comes to fruition because there had been there had been this Miramati watch rumor uh, about something, and. Um, so interesting, and yeah. and so for and, and what's Chris Griffin doing in the summer? Do we know? Monmouth. No. I bet you Monmouth well, makes sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Certainly, a guy on the up and come, and you can see. Yeah, he was, he was great. He was, he was, yeah, he was great at Aqueduct yeah. this winter. And he was stepped in a few times. John Embriello, great job up here. So yep. congratulations to him and. Uh, you know, good fortune going forward. But Frank has always been a lot of fun uh, his whole career and down at Oakland and now Santa Anita and Monmouth. And he's, he, you know, the few days he's been up, been up here, it's been a lot of fun. I've been friends with Frank for a long time. But Chris Griffin, also one of those guys you could see, kind of was making the progression. So, yeah, nice move. Hey, yeah. I'd like you breaking some news. Well, I don't know if it's breaking, but it's kind of, it's almost it's breaking, breaking here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Uh, well, that's great. And listen, Johnny, for his part, got this stint with how many? Three, two years, three years, yeah, basically three years. Yep. Uh, you know, after a career of uh, you know the occasional step-ins and yep. some you know winter meets and so forth, and uh, to, to have had you know his turn in those in those booths uh, certainly was so you know so deserving. And uh, wow, that's great. That's I I, I like it. Yeah, very much. I like so. that. Nice. Uh, Pat, give us a little uh, overall. When you sat down, uh, you, we were talking. We talked yesterday a little bit too. I mean, uh, and I said earlier when I said we're going to during the handicapping show, we're going to have Pat on. I'm sure uh, you guys are kind of over the moon with the 2022 meet. Uh, the weather has turned out to be, for the vast part, very very nice. Um, but the racing, and, and I think when February, January, February rolls around, whenever the Eclipse Awards come, a lot of those winners will have raced sure. up here at Saratoga. The racing and the, the stars we've seen up here, it's been a phenomenal meet. Yeah, it's been spectacular. I mean, I think 
the summer meet continues to exceed expectations, believe it or not, even though the bar is as high as it is when you're coming into a Saratoga. I mean, to, you know, broke the handle record for the third time in four years, which again, we talk about not because of what it means to Naira, but, but because of what it demonstrates about the quality of the racing. Yeah. Interesting, dynamic fields. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of 870 million, just to put that in perspective. <laughs> 2019, before the pandemic, uh, established a new record then of $705 million. So really just, you know, the, the, I've been saying it for the better part of a week now, and it's not hyperbole that the popularity of the summer meet is at an all-time high, and it continues to Amazing. expand, it continues to grow and change and evolve in all of the the right ways. Yeah. So, I mean, and beyond the, you know, we'll, we'll do a million in paid attendance for the seventh consecutive year outside of 2020, um, that odd year when we, we couldn't have fans because of the pandemic. But even just, and I'm sure you guys felt it as well, the energy, the, yeah, the enthusiasm. Vibe. Yeah. It was different yeah. and much, you know, just much more positive, I, I, I think, than, than last year. And, you know, it's hard to remember because we've all been through so much, but about halfway through the meet when we thought we're, we're through with the pandemic, you know, the Delta thing happened last summer and that, it just, it, it, I think it led to a different dynamic. And this year has just been, you know, just walking around, yeah. you know, yeah. anecdotally, it feels like people are having a, a really fantastic time in the energy. I mean, that, that Travers Day was, um, you know, spectacular. As good as, as, as anybody, ever, anybody's memory. I was here in 2015 as a fan, and this past one felt even more intense in some ways. Um, I think the crowd was bigger than in 2015, believe it or not. But... Um, it's been a yeah, it's been a great meet, and obviously that's that's because of the fans, the best, most passionate, most knowledgeable racing fans in the world. And I'll toss into that. Um, it's been fun, the human stories as well. I, I I'm a guy who likes the stories behind it, and then what happens on the racetrack is very good. But um, and and highlights the meet with the epicenters and yesterday sure. Olympiad and those. But uh, John Velasco is getting his 1,000th career yeah. victory at Saratoga and the appreciation from the crowd that day. Yeah. And then Jackie Davis winning for her dad yeah. up here for local owners. Her first she win. comes back, and there's a big yeah. uh, round of applause. The fans really make this place special, and there were a lot of opportunities for them to demonstrate that yeah, this year. without a doubt. I mean, it's, it's humbling, really, to see the response beginning on opening day and continuing right along. I mean, even despite that, you know, those sort of two separate heat waves, that's a good point. Um, you know, that, which, a good point. again, feels like ancient history, but that was the story of the day for yeah. about a week and a half easily. or more. It was more. It was, yeah. it was a two, two, easily two full weeks. Yep. Two, two uh, notes on the attendance and on the handle. Uh, the, the critics and the, and the, the naysayers. Critics? I, I, there's a couple. There's a couple of knockers, as we, as we, like, as we call them, knockers uh, that are out there. Uh, there's one. There's one psycho. Um, in fact, it, it, it's you know. It, let's be honest. All of us, all of us have at least one person out there that is that that for some reason we make nuts and and they literally they're they're on the internet. They're they're doing things. They're they're watching and waiting. There's one guy who will edit out, who will selectively edit things that I say on the radio and then present them. Uh, in 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 audio for the, I mean, you got psychos. You got a psycho. You got a psycho, and, and they're like full time maniacs. I mean, it, it's 
It's like it's like the the, the, the De Niro picture, the fan with Wesley Snipes. Yeah. There's like one guy out there, you know, like like Curly and in, in City Slickers, one thing. This handle record, people, some people are going to go, oh well, it's the groups, it's the computer. No, it's not the computer groups. They're not they're not the ones driving that number. Uh, then for those on the million handle. The million uh, turnstile. This is a turnstile count that is accurate, as opposed to the years where we were getting million dollar, million uh, head numbers on spinners, Correct. where we would have thirty eight thousand or forty eight thousand reported because the people were coming and spinning the turnstiles for the giveaways. Th this is these are this is a head count. So it, it and it, you know this is actual human bodies that came through into the building, um, as opposed to you know, uh, eight hundred and fifty thousand and one hundred and fifty phony, you know number yep. based on giveaways. And to your point about the CAW, I mean at Naira at this point, um, in terms of percentage of our handle, yes, of any major jurisdiction or racetrack in the country, uh, we handle the, the fewest CAW dollars by virtue of the fact that. You know the restriction on the wind pool, the restriction on the multi-race wagers Pick that five. we've instituted over the last yep. few years, and again, that's just to prioritize the the retail better, the the everyday yep. um, average average better who's loyal to us throughout the year. So yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, these are yeah, it's listen, it's uh, this is a, a nice part of the year because you get to look back at Saratoga, and fortunately. Um, so many more successes than, than anything else. Talk a little bit about a couple of new additions, uh, and one I've raved about that, that's a little bit older now, the stretch with yep. the underutilized uh, sections up at the top of the grandstand, which is now a, an upgraded section and, and I think has been, been a big hit with uh, people. I had Q. Terran uh, the other day, uh, owner with Adelphi Racing in his own, and he says he's got a spot up there and really enjoys it, and everybody yep. seems to. But this year, there's the one-mile shoot, which I think has been successful. And there is the paddock bar, which some people, I was scratching my head from day one when some people were critical of it, but I think that completely disappeared. And now people have kind of nicknamed it the treehouse, yeah, and I yeah. think people have kind of embraced it now. I did a, a handicapping seminar with the Bonaventure Stable people up in the, the second floor uh, early in the meet, and okay. a great venue and overlooking the paddock. And, yeah, it's, it's a home, it's, the thing's a home run. Yeah, absolutely. It's a complete home run. Only, only the people that are singling out opportunities to critique everything that thinks that that if the letters n y r and a are associated with anything it has to be a problem I, i've never seen anything like that no. I, in fact greg montgomery the artist who knows this these grounds as well as anybody from an aesthetic standpoint he the other day when we had our usual pre-travers uh, conversation about the poster because he couldn't be here yep. uh, he and his wife he said he, he's hard-pressed not to include it, he thinks, maybe, next in, year. in next year's oh, no. poster, yep. because he said it is so beautiful and it was so tastefully done. Uh, it, it just, you know... It, and this was, it, it was a two-year process, and credit to Dave O'Rourke for um, first taking out the paddock tent yep. and then ultimately yep. replacing that That's right. with the paddock suite and, and the new paddock bar. Uh, in a, you know, removing the paddock tent also opens up that entire yeah, area. Much better, back to the old Which is now look, yeah. crowded and, and yeah. lively and really fun. There's that big, nice new monitor. Start in 2018. 
uh, the stretch, 2019, the 1863 Club, which was the largest piece of new construction, you know, since the grandstand. Um, the Sar the spa verandas at the other end. I forgot about those. Yep, down here you have the uh, toast of the turn or whatever it is we're calling that now. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I drive by uh, when I leave here to go over the front side. I drive a walk by. Yeah. But the the last three weeks or so, yeah. it's been jammed over there, and it, it's kind of fun. It's kind of a you know it's a tailgate kind of a yeah, situation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Then you have this here, the paddock suite, the one mile Wilson shoot, um, and you know in a lot of ways the fact that they're is criticism on the front end before fans get to experience it just speaks to the popularity of it's a good point. I mean, it's how, a fair about, point. how about That's, this? Rewind the clock. When we had the riders break from the gate in the Wilson shoot as yeah. sort of a test run, I mean, there must have been 200 people out there. I know, I know. It was the Tuesday before we yeah. opened. It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those moments where you think only this is only possible in Saratoga. Strictly through word of mouth, you had a couple hundred people just to see the newest addition yeah. to Saratoga. So, yeah. Talk a little bit about also, we kind of alluded to it earlier in the conversation, but I keep bringing it up, the, the Fox show, which I, I think has been a great job uh, for everybody involved. And I keep bringing it up because I say, it, it doesn't just benefit Saratoga and Naira the rest of the year. I think it benefits the industry. Oh, I have no, to think it's no it just pulling it. in all kinds of new fans. No doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, when you have, you know, 700 hours on national um, on the networks of Fox Sports available, you know, in all 50 states. I mean, as I've heard Tony say many times, you know, no sport is ever, um, it, it's only benefit. More television coverage benefits any sport. And certainly horse racing, and it's the perfect venue for it here at Saratoga. I mean, everything visually is so striking and so impressive here that even for a casual fan who might stumble upon Saratoga Live, you're going to immediately be transfixed with, yeah. with what you're seeing. Uh, a day like Travers Day, you know, a million and a half viewers on average throughout the day, the highest since 2015. The numbers day to day on the Saratoga Live show are up, you know, 20% or more. And, you know, the, these kinds of, you know, to launch something as ambitious as basically Naira TV, you know, starting in 2016, it's, it's a long play. Yeah. It takes a few years for people to recognize what it is, to know where to find it. You know, you can promote the heck out of it, um, but it still requires time and attention. And I think that's what you see, the fruits of those labors here now, six or seven years later. I mean, the show is a behemoth, it's fantastic, and certainly contributes to everything that that we've been talking about, whether it's handle attendance, uh, you know, attention on Saratoga Springs as a vacation yeah, destination yes. that's, you know, unparalleled in this part of the world. Uh, you know, we should also note, when we talk about the show, uh, at the, to, pull a, to pull in a Seth Merrowism, uh, the rising tide lifts all the boats. The other venues mm -hmm. that have opportunity to partner in uh, if, with coverage, yeah. And whether it's Oaklawn and uh, Indiana this year for the first time, they were absolutely thrilled. Woodbine, etc. Uh, you know, there's all the other uh, to show you how successful this is. Uh, Tony Alivato is is you know being accosted with requests for inclusion, right? Because the uh, because everybody that gets on the Fox show sees a big boost. They get eyes on their product for the first time and they get handle boost and so this is this is a win-win and because i have to because i i do criticize them on a regular basis the jockey club 
we do have to always acknowledge this is an outgrowth of their McKinsey study suggestion in 2010 when McKinsey said you've got to get on television regularly and get consistent eyes. And the Jockey Club tour on Fox that first two summers and falls, mm -hmm. that was the kernel that led to this. And so the Jockey Club, to their credit, deserves an acknowledgement for planting the seed that this has turned into 12 years later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, uh, it, worth mentioning, um, State too. Well, yeah, when we leave here, a little bit different this year, um, and, and just kind of fill people in on, on sure. what the situation is. Uh, they're working on Belmont, so we'll, when we return to racing, which is going to be about a week and a half away, yep. um, going to be at Aqueduct uh, for the fall and into the really into the spring. They'll be down at yeah, Aqueduct. it'll be a long we'll Fill us in the big uh, what's going on at Belmont because that leads to that. Situation. Yeah, no, it's it's actually really good news. I mean, it's it's the first major step of the broad renovation of Belmont Park. So we're constructing a vehicular and pedestrian tunnel um, sort of bordering the, the north lot, if you can picture it, that will allow Glenn Kozak and his team to completely reconstruct the three, the two turf courses and the main track, as well as potentially add a synthetic surface to be the fourth surface if, when, we're able to consolidate racing downstate and Belmont Park is the one location. Um, so because of that, the track will be unusable until the spring. So we'll have the Belmont Park Fall Meet at Aqueduct, and we're calling it Belmont at the Big A, which is kind of fun. Uh, we'll open up September 15th, and we will be at Aqueduct through mid-April, late April. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, Belmont, it, it's a long time coming to, for Glenn and his team to be able to get in there, just like we did here with the main track, just like we did with the Oklahoma That's track. That's um, true. So, you know, it's an important project, certainly an investment in the future of Belmont Park and of thoroughbred racing downstate. Yeah, looking forward to seeing for, the changes. So for a clarification, because it just out of, out of curiosity, I got a phone call this morning as I was coming in, and somebody said to me, what is the plan for Belmont Spring Meet? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I'm hearing, and I said, no, as far as we know, yeah. we're back at Belmont. It's the whole for, reason why we're moving to Aqueduct in the fall is so that Belmont yeah. can be conducted at Belmont as designed on schedule. Yeah, that's what I, that's yep. what I thought. Yep. All right. Very good. Uh, you want to sum up what you thought of the uh, 2022 meet? Spectacular. I like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, um, thanks to the fans, your viewers, everyone who came out in person or watched and wagered from home. It was another banner year yeah. here at the spa. So this place stands apart, not only in racing, but really in all of sports. I mean, to show up here on a Wednesday, I had some some guests on a, a Wednesday and they sort of walked in and thought, wow, this is, you know, yeah. this is your month. There's 25,000 exactly. people here. I mean, exactly. come on. Exactly. It doesn't get any better than I, I heard the same thing probably three times from the meet. People who have been making, I, I'm thinking all three of these people, it's the first time here. And it was a weekday. Yeah. And they're like, is it a weekday? This is crazy yeah. up here. And it's just, it, it is, it's very special up here. And I always say it's not just the racetrack, but you go downtown and people next year are talking about their exacta or the right. double they're playing tomorrow. It's, Even to it's, see the form on sale in our programs yeah. and stewards, you know, not just here, but all the way down to Albany. That's true. Yep. That's true. And, uh, Pat, I, thanks to you, too. I, I, I know what goes on and 
<laughs> it's such a challenge, and and the whole staff. Privilege. I mean, this, yeah, yeah, the yeah you have a big staff. The staff great job. Is, yeah. is well, and and not you know not to mention you know not to mention the. Uh, the publicity side of, of the operation, uh, you know, especially in light of fewer and fewer uh, media outlets in terms of print. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the, the work of, of, you know, sometimes the interns or the young people that, you know, that you bring in every year, uh, they're tromping the backstretch. If you, you know, if you don't avail yourself, we don't talk about this enough. If you don't avail yourself of the notes on the website. Yeah. You're making you're a printed a big, version. You know, right. the printed version that, Go to the website and the notes page, the advances, there's stakes advances, uh -huh. there's everything that's happening, there's notebook news. Um, that is a great point, though. I think it, maybe it a lot of people get, are unaware yeah, of that. It Without the, get the mainstream enough. media doing the coverage they used to do, this is a great spot to, to really get your that, daily coverage of New York Racing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, outstanding. Keith McCalmont, Ryan Martin, Marietti, Jim Reisler, um, you know, Keith, Ryan, and Mary in large measure. Uh, doing the notes almost every day. Ryan and, and Mary, Mary Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Ryan does the work of four people. He does, and he seems like he's in four places at once. Whenever <laughs> I, whenever you look up, there he is. He's like a jack in the box. That's right. <laughs> and thank you guys. Appreciate once it again being here. Now, yeah, can't, no, can't, we, can't we, run the me we, without we, Seth Merrill. We will. Uh, I will throw back at you. We, we always like to take an opportunity when we get somebody from now in here at the end of the meet to thank you guys for giving us this location of course. every year. I mean, it, it, the greatest location in horse racing, yeah. I think, with the horses working behind us in the morning. And, and uh, we, we certainly appreciate uh, all Naira does for us as well. All right, Pat, we'll let you go. Uh, but, again, great meet, great job from your crew, and uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, racing, you know, after the next two days, obviously, but then another week and a half down in New York with the uh, Belmont and Aqueduct meet. So appreciate the visit this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll take another break. When we come back, we'll uh, review some of the action from yesterday and more. Stay tuned. It only takes one upset to make history, and now you can be part of Saratoga's long tradition at the Dark Horse Mercantile. The Dark Horse Mercantile offers a carefully curated selection of clothing, gifts, and home decor from one-of-a-kind vintage racing memorabilia to select brands like Barber and Under Armour, as well as exclusive Dark Horse branded merchandise. So celebrate the Dark Horse in all of us at the Dark Horse Mercantile downtown Saratoga, where the smart bet is always the Dark Horse. Capital OTB is now streaming live on Roku. The RTN Racing Channel on Roku lets you watch OTB TV live through your Roku device or your Amazon Fire Stick, rather than being limited to computers and mobile devices, which means you can now watch OTB live wherever you are. Simply open Roku, scroll to find the RTN channel, then click on OTB TV. OTB TV on Roku. Try it now. No matter where in the world you are, the excitement of wagering on horse racing is just a click away. You'll get live streaming, past performances, race replays, our virtual tote board, analysis and selections from professional handicappers, a simple, safe, and secure wagering platform, and best of all, you get track prices. CapitalOTBBet.com. Bet any place, anytime at CapitalOTBBet.com. And be sure to download our new mobile app from the iTunes Store or Google Play.
Welcome back to Loose on the Lead, the punchy edition. I like that. Uh, it's all. It's the same every no, year. It is. It, it's the same. It and, and since last week, normally we'd have Sean Clancy, but he wasn't going to be here. And and then we're doubly punchy. Yeah. And of course, last week was a little bit. You know, was a little bit downcast because of the difficulty that uh, Sean experienced. Uh, so, this the, we're making up for it today. With our and, and I mentioned nuttiness. to you, uh, if, if Sally Allen from Country Life Farm is watching, I was going to wear one of the ties today, and I, it's sitting on my. Uh, uh, dining room table uh, because she gave me a, a whole slew of ties that you would appreciate and uh, one of them had the Looney Tunes characters on that was going to be the one today and I uh, you should acknowledge too I mean I, I kind of a slow start during the heat and I, I, I you know but I've uh, I, I've ramped back up here uh, I do like that jacket quite a bit as you should yeah, I and I went with <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> you've worn that six times out of, uh, out of eight well no, have I? I, I mean, might have worn it a couple times, but but I thought uh, after tomorrow you can't, right? They've relaxed that to some extent. I mean, I, I, oh, I thought I, you would be. I thought you'd be a stickler. With they, that. I, I used to be. I, I believe me, I used to be. Well, you know, you come from the country club set. You you you, you live and die by the uh, no white. You know, the no white, white after Labor Day. It has. They they've relaxed that somewhat. All right, all right. Well, but I got I got all, everything I needed to get in. I got I got the seersucker in. Uh, for Alabama Zoo, Day, which we had the picture. Of. Oh, that was that was working. That was good. Chef's kiss, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get to some of the action from yesterday, and we'll start out with, you know, uh, the, the highlight cross country. We showed her a little bit earlier yeah. on the handicappers report, but oh, this man, is this is unbelievable. This, if you're a racing fan, this is going to go down as one of the best performances you've ever seen. You'll stamp it on your uh, racing memory. Pacific Classic uh, last night, our time. We're going to watch the whole race. Um, <laughs> it was last night there, too. <laughs> well, what did it about four or five? Well, Nine. it would have been the evening. I yeah, 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 8.30, yeah. I think it went out. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's flight line, the number five horse. Uh, well, you, it, it's, it's going to be easy to pick them out uh, as they come down the stretch and he separates. But I said it on the, the handicapping show earlier. Keep in mind, running second is Country Grammar, who won the Dubai World Cup this year. And it's notable because of the margin that flight line wins by just under 20 lengths. And again, look at the time when they come under, uh, the time for the race being uh, 159.28, which was .17 off the track record, so less than a fifth of a second off the track record. And watch as they come down the stretch. Flavian Pratt's not riding for the last 80 yards or so, so no telling what he could have done. And then again, on the handicapping show while we were showing the race, I went and looked because I hadn't seen a buyer, and I pulled up and I kind of had to double check myself. 126 for the buyer. This was just, like I say, this ranks up with one of the all time best you've ever seen. This is, uh, granted, you know, he, he is essentially beating, you know, a handful of, of you know, modest stake horses. But that, that's not even germane now. This is a race against the clock, essentially. And you can see that he went in 109 for the three quarters. And now he's just going to power away and win by close to 20 lengths. You know, what are we supposed to think? Is it going to be a different scenario at Keeneland? It's going to be different because there's probably going to be 12 horses. I mean, let's acknowledge that Olympiad... Uh, and his performance, a uh, 105 buyer winning the Jockey Club yesterday. We'll see that in a minute. Uh, but this is a this is a mercurial horse, a a, a 
just stunning talent. Um, his brother is going to sell, a Curlin uh, half-brother, uh, is going to sell at uh, Keeneland uh, as well, uh, Jane Lyon uh, is offering. Um, I, I wrote yesterday, it felt like kind of a Knicks-go moment, right, that going in, we had to have a referendum, is Knicks-go going to translate that one-mile speed, the one-turn elongated sprint speed into classic distance? And what what are you supposed to say about this? I mean, it, it, it's. In fact, I wanted to go and get the. Uh, I wanted to get the final uh, quarter and the final half. Um, final quarter was twenty four point seven five. Thank so, you. So the final half was forty, so about just about forty eight. Um, I, I I I I don't know. I, I anything close to this? No wait. Uh, I, Anything close no, to this? I was this. looking at the wrong fractions. The final, the final quarter was twenty four point eight one. The final uh, uh, half was a little over forty eight. Well, uh, epicenter turned in what a one uh, one twelve. Uh, life is good. Uh, I, I this horse runs that race again, and and let's face it, he was not pulling. He was not. The first half mile, I mean, it, it was clear on the backstretch he was ready to go. And give Flavian Pratt credit for not trying to, you know, rate him on the front end. This is one of those horses that you just let run. And uh, you make everybody else try to keep up, and they won't be able to keep up. So he's, what is he, three to five, uh, four to five Breeders' Cup? There is the classic... Uh, there is the classic future bet today that closes today. So that'll be interesting to see what he closes at. Yeah, I'm guessing. Sure. Three to five? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, what, what, he paid what, 260 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 260 that was a That was a gift. That was a gift. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go back and look at uh, the feature here yesterday. Jockey Club Gold Cup will pull up the entire race there, too. Olympia, the number two horse, gets it done over American Revolution. First captain runs third in here. Uh a little heat early from Tax. Tax winds up fading to eighth and last uh, as uh, Olympiad uh, cruises by wins. Uh, the final chart margin is a couple of lengths. 540 was the winning price. Uh, Junior Alvarado on board for Bill Mott. And I said it earlier, <coughs> I wonder if the, the performance last time in the Whitney, we talked about it when Pat was here. I think the weather and the humidity, uh, like Malathat, I think might have affected some of these horses. Uh, and, you know, I can't say that for certain, obviously, but the, the Whitney was certainly uh, inexplicable, particularly compared to the rebound yesterday. But Olympiad, again, looking very good yesterday in the Jockey Club Gold Cup. I didn't see. Did you see a buyer for Olympiad? I just mentioned it, uh, 105. Oh, okay. 105 for Olympiad. Um, and I'm just looking. So that, that's right in the ballpark. You had the 111 with the, the Foster. So... Shows what he's capable of, certainly. But uh, Olympiad now uh, eight for twelve overall, and he goes, you know, into the Breeders' Cup now as a, an interesting horse as well. But interesting in light of what we saw a few hours later, I'll be interested to see uh, what the separation is between these two in the the future pool. Well, that, yeah, it will be interesting to see who get who ends up on what uh, on what uh, price. And I'm just trying to pull up the. Uh, the leaderboard uh, at DRF, 
and see if they've updated. Um, here we go. Well, technically they have not yet, but Epicenter a 112. Charge It, who's going to now apparently isn't even going to make the Pennsylvania Derby. Oh, that's not good. Uh, now Jack Christopher, one turn. Uh, Cyberknife, 105. Early voting a 105 in the Preakness. Rich Strike, a 105 uh, here, actually, in, in the Travers. Uh, Zandon, 105 as well. Uh, Nest, 104, but she's going to go in the Distaff. Taba, where what what's Taba's status? Uh, I, I thought Pennsylvania Derby for him. I thought. I think so too. So Taba is an interesting proposition. Uh, Speaker's Corner, who tried uh, last week uh, and and although he's not going to go uh, long, so that's it. I mean, I, I this we were hoping that things were going to distill down to a a exciting. Breeders' Cup Classic. I, I think I think some people in the back of their mind were maybe hoping that Flightline would would not necessarily translate to the mile and a quarter so readily uh, to keep the door open. Maybe maybe this actually sets things up for you know a different kind of a dialogue. But uh, as opposed to Nick's go, who had to do the mile and a quarter in the Breeders' Cup, this is a little different. Now we know, you know, he is who we thought he was. Uh, the uh, Flower Bowl yesterday, Virginia Joy goes out and walks the dog on the front end. Yeah, that was, uh, and, and, and for those that tried to single, see, this is where it, it really is problematic that we don't, when we do get smallish fields and we don't get honest paces, that's where you feel it the most. Yeah. Because, you know, not that, not that Warlike Goddess had to win and, or there was some imperative that she wins, but you need enough horses to keep the pace honest. I, you know, Chuck, it's funny, Chuck Simon, who we, we didn't get a chance to, did we have Chuck on? No. I wanted to get Chuck on during the season. Chuck brings up a great point. Everybody in America, oh, we should be more like Europe. Well, in Europe, they run rabbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outfits bring in a second horse to keep the pace honest for their horse that needs pace. In America, we somebody brings in a rabbit. Oh, that's not fair. Oh, it's funny. You love everything else about European racing, but we're not supposed to have rabbits. Uh, that that that's where we draw the line. It is funny. And where did that end? Because when I got into the game, and it doesn't seem like it was that long no, ago, they were still long. run. But but you don't you never. Well, yeah, you, you got people. You, you got you got you got people that uh, that say, well, Damascus never would have beaten Doctor Fager if it wasn't for the rabbit. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they say, well, I don't get it. I, I mean, they've they disappeared. You know, from the it was scene. okay for not to. Yeah, Frankel, listen, it, it, you do what you have to do to win. I mean, right? Isn't that isn't yeah. that the idea here? Yeah. Uh, wanted to show one more race before we wrap up. Uh, Al Gold, uh, the the uh, two year old races yesterday. To me, the one that stood out was Instant Coffee. We'll watch the stretch run here. It was the eighth race yesterday. First time started from for Al Gold and, uh, on the rail. Uh, Dylan Davis on board, $14 and change. And I will also tout, I mentioned on the handicapping show earlier, uh, the great Andy Beyer made his return to Saratoga yesterday. He was on with Talking Horses, and I kind of pulled up his picks and was following he during killed. the day. Nine winners on top, including the $31 instant coffee for Andy Beyer. I did not have him on top. I had him third. Uh, the horse that's on the lead here, I. it's funny, the way... Uh, 
brighter days are coming. The two, you see him sort of slowing badly. I, I checked with Joe Sharp uh, this morning to make sure he, I, I said, did he bleed? He said, no, he didn't bleed. He said, he'll be all right. He just got, he just got tired. Uh, but uh, this horse, for those of you that have used the clocker report, if you use the clocker report, you knew that instant coffee and brighter days are coming. Both had shots to win and beat the horses that had experience. Uh, and, and sometimes that's a hard decision to make because those that have run generally have an edge. And so when you're dealing with Pletcher and, and, the, and, and, and uh, who else, uh, Mott had a, you know, horses that were making second or third starts, Asmussen, you know, your tendency is to think you got to give them the edge. But that race was a bit of a, that was a bit of a, of a sinkhole and, and being open to the firsters was the way to go and you were rewarded. And Al Gold, I mean, granted the Haskell is run at Monmouth, Al Gold had a fabulous summer yeah. between Haskell and Cyberknife second in the Travers and the other horses that he's won with here. Uh, delighted for Al. Al, in some ways, I mean, he's not on the owner top ten. I mean, Larry Goichman had a great uh, summer. Uh, uh, Randy Hill and, and the Reeves won multiple and races. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know that Seth Klarman and, and Michael Dubb and Mike Caruso and those partners, they're all going to have lots of winners. Um, but, you know, some of the people that don't run as many horses that win, end up winning two, three, four races, that, that's a great, great summer. Uh, and so congratulations to Al and uh, everybody else who, uh, if you, whether you won or not, if you participated up here, uh, you got a chance. And if you didn't win this year, you'll win one next year. Uh, there's no, nothing like winning at Saratoga. Yeah, and there is nothing like Saratoga overall. And so... Uh, we're happy to have been here over the past eight Sundays with Luce on. Well, at lead. least one of us was here eight Sundays. Oh, that's right. You were, you you missed just one this year, though. Just one? Yeah. That's strong. Yeah, no, that is strong. Last year, I Last three, year. four. Yeah, well, be, yeah, that was at least three because you had the Monmouth, and then you had the uh, Vegas Delmar double. That's right. Yeah. So beat pick last two chances. NTRA.com/slash/nhc/slash/beatpick. Get your two picks in for today and tomorrow. <clears throat> Qualify for the September 17th final. And, Seth, as always, thanks to you. Uh, big shout-outs to everybody uh, at home and uh, for tuning in and uh, for giving Seth the business about his, uh, his tie selections. Yeah, you don't know how many times I hear people talking about the ties tie. <laughs> over there. Uh, always fun. Uh, and as I say, we'll have you by the by phone uh, from the various venues or Zoom or whatever uh, throughout the the year. Zoom? We're gonna we're gonna resume uh, we'll, the Zoom. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can maybe fire up some Zoom. We'll we'll, we'll see if we can get that fired back up. Uh, but again, a lot of fun this summer. Say hello to Tina for me, and uh, we'll wrap it up. Anything else? Thanks to the crew. Thanks to Dino and Mick and uh, company. Danny uh, down in the Danny, studio yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Albany. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll wrap it up. This is the last edition of Loose on the Lead, but we're back in tomorrow with uh, morning programming. Handicapper support at 9, uh, 10 a.m. We'll be uh, racing across America. Don't forget, early post time today and tomorrow, 1235. Don't forget also low rollers today over on the front side. Always a lot of fun. Go over, put your $40 in, 10 in the prize pool, the $30 card. You make $5, five uh, $2 win place in show bets and see if you can move up the leaderboard and maybe collect some extra money. I will be taking my last swing. Uh, it's been a long season after a good start. 
I've been kind of whiffing on uh, low rollers, so I'm looking forward to my last shot uh, this afternoon. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. You can do that. Four-star day bar areas where you sign up. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. Enjoy the racing this afternoon. If you come up, it's a beautiful day. If you're watching at home, enjoy here on the network. Tomorrow morning back in 9 a.m. Handicapper Support, 10 a.m. Racing Across America. We'll see you then. You're watching OTB TV, a service of Capital Off-Track Betting.